to see people taking the word and using it. To hear somebody say, thank God for the word. Uh, and it's, it's working in my life. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so we're, we're, we're dedicated, and we know you're dedicated to the word of God. Amen? So this morning, we want to greet you. We want to say good morning to all covenant partners this morning. We want to say good morning to our SoundCloud listeners. And as we prepare to go into the word of the Lord, if we're going to label, uh, if you're keeping a journal, or if for SoundCloud, uh, yes, it is the blessing part three. Amen. The blessing part three. Amen. And we're going to begin. Amen. I'm excited because this message is actually going to um, fit right in for where we're headed at the end of this month. As you know, on September um, the 25th, 2022 at sundown, Rosh Hashanah begins, amen? And then 10 days uh, from that date, we go into Yom Kippur, October 5th, 2022, Wednesday afternoon at sundown. And, and I was so um, excited when the Lord allowed me to see different scriptures that went along with this uh, topic of the blessing. And it's in the word. Didn't have to go looking for it. Didn't have to write it in there. It's in there that it all ties in. So we're on the right track. And as long as we follow Jesus Christ, we'll always be on the right track. So don't feel some kind of way. Oh, we're still talking about the blessing. Yes, we are. Because it's going to wrap up this month, right? Well, actually not this month, but it will wrap up right where it needs to be. Amen. Amen. So if you would, please, we're talking about the blessing part three. Would you please go to Acts chapter three? Acts chapter three. And we've been talking about that blessing, how it is our empowerment to prosper. Amen. And we've been talking about that blessing, how what the real deal is about the blessing. It is the blessing that's above every other blessing. Amen. So let's look at what the blessing really is in our life. Amen. All right. Acts chapter three, verse 25. And it reads, it says, ye are the children of the prophets and of the covenant, which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham and in thee and in thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. Now that's in the Bible, is it not? That's in Genesis 12, one through three. And here we find it again over in the book of Acts as everybody would say, the New Testament. And this is awesome because the Apostle Paul is reminding them that, look, we're the children of the prophets. We're of the covenant. We are of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham, and in thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. Unto you first, God, having raised up his son Jesus, Sent him to what? To do what? To do what? So God raised up Jesus Christ and sent him to bless us. This is the blessing. Somebody say, this is the blessing. In turning away every one of you from his iniquities. Somebody say, the blessing is that God 
raised up his son, Jesus, and sent him to bless us in turning away every one of us from his iniquities. That's the real blessing. So from now on, when somebody says, uh, are you blessed? And you say, I'm blessed. Or you're making that declaration, I'm blessed. God wants you to know why you're blessed. You are blessed because he sent his son, Jesus, and turned every one of us away from our iniquities. We have to understand sin is our greatest enemy. Sin does not like us. Sin will hold us back. Sin will keep us down. Sin will lock all of heaven's blessings from us. But Jesus said his father sent him to bless us. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Because, because I, have I have been turned away, away from my iniquities. So that's the blessing. So from now on, when you tell people, um, you know, we, we say that a lot. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. You need to know why. It's not because you have a big house, a big car, a big pocketbook or a big wallet. It's because God sent his son and turned every one of us away from our iniquities. That is the greatest blessing. And I hope to show you that today in the word. Amen. I want you to go to Galatians chapter one. Galatians chapter 1, Amen. and we're going to look at verses 3 through 4. And it says, Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. So it was God's will. It was God's will. It is God's will to deliver us from this present evil world. And that's what he did. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 61 and 10 says that your salvation is a garment. So he gave us a garment of salvation and a robe of righteousness. And a lot of times when we get saved, we really don't embrace that this is a weapon against the devil and to live in this fallen world. We just, you know, we're happy we're saved. We're happy we, we, you know, oh, the Lord, he cleansed us. He freed us from our sins. But we need to embrace the fact that when you say I'm saved, it's not a word that's used in some kind of cliche. It's not something that you're just saying. It has power behind it. It has a meaning behind it. It's powerful. Your salvation is powerful. Go with me to Isaiah 61. Say my salvation is to be embraced. Say it's powerful. Isaiah 61. I'm so glad I'm saved. Okay, Isaiah 61 and 10. And it reads, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul, do you see this? My soul shall be joyful in my God. How many people, how many, how many, just like this morning, Brother Davis 
was a prime example of being, I'm serious, I was so excited when I saw it, of being joyful in his salvation. We, we, too, we wear too many frowns and we saved. We look so uh, doom and gloom and we're saved. And you would think the sinner is more happier than we are. But they don't have what we have. But he was, he's a prime example this morning of showing the exuberance and the joy and, and greatly rejoicing and our souls being joyful in God. Why? For he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness. Lord, I am so glad. I am so glad that I am saved. I wouldn't give anything for my salvation. Uh-uh, nothing. I'm sorry, nothing. Uh-uh, I wouldn't give the house, I wouldn't give the car, wouldn't give no money. Hello, not for my salvation, because here's what I need you to understand. The blessing is salvation by faith through the blood of Jesus Christ. And it brings you all those things. Because what did the Bible say? It says that we have been delivered from the power of darkness and translated, transferred into the kingdom of his dear son, Jesus Christ. What do you think is in the kingdom? What do you think is in the kingdom? Joy, peace, righteousness, prosperity, come on. Amen. It's in the kingdom. You're not, you're, you've been delivered from the power of darkness. You've been delivered from the power of darkness. The chains of bondage of darkness and sin and death have been destroyed over your life. You are a son and a daughter of the king. And he changed your name. He changed our names from sinners to Christ-like. Christian. No, I'm so glad. And see, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so glad that I have tasted of his goodness. If you haven't tasted of his goodness, then if I were you, I'd get back on that altar and I'd get the breakthrough. I'd get the breakthrough until I taste of his goodness. Until I experience his goodness in my life. Until I experience a healing, until I experience a financial breakthrough, until I experience joy overflowing. And let me say this now, because when I got home on the week, the Holy Ghost began to remind me. He says, you got to let them know it's not just all about a house and a car and the money. It's about joy. It's about peace. It's about righteousness. I'm glad God saved me. I'm happy about my salvation. I don't have a look back spirit. Don't have it. Don't want it. It's a crime. We got three more months left in this year. And what the devil wants is to ride somebody on into the new year. Don't let him ride. Put him out. You say, what you talking about, pastor? What I'm saying is, he wants you to be miserable, downhearted, with a frown on your face, all the way till that clock moves one minute after 12, and it's 2023. But the devil is a lie. He will not be riding with me into 2023. 
going in with the victory. I'm going with the victory. That's how I'm going, and that's how you need to go. You need to tell him, get out my car. Get out my heart. Get out my mind. Get away from me in Jesus' name. You're not going. I don't care what has happened this year. I don't care what's going on right now. Jesus is the best thing that has ever happened to me. Look at your neighbor. Say you're wearing the garment of salvation and the robe of righteousness. Don't take it off. Don't let it go. Don't walk away from it. Because of life's pressure. That's what the enemy tries to do. He tries to bring so much of life's pressure until you're ready to cast it off. Then we start acting like Esau. And Esau said, what good is this birthright to me? And I'm at the pern of death. Esau didn't understand what he had. He didn't know what he had. It was a weapon against the devil. But the Bible said he sold his birthright, and then at the end, he sought for it with tears. But he couldn't get it back. I say he couldn't get it back. See, that's what the devil wants to do. It might not happen the first time or the second time or the third time. He wants to apply so much pressure till eventually, till eventually you let go. You're not praying anymore. You don't have no faith no more. Uh, I know what I'm saying. You're not believing anymore. You're just grinning and bearing. You're just putting up with it. You just parting your lips and saying, yeah, I know God is good, but you really don't. But see, that's where we're different. Because when it was happening to me, I locked myself in. I went to church. I went home. I took care of necessary business. And I sought the Lord until a breakthrough came. And I want to tell you something. The Bible is true. Uh Uh-huh. The Bible is true. Uh Uh-huh. I sought him like he's asked. He said, when you have sought for me with your whole heart, then you will find me. And I'm telling you, I found him. I said, I found the Lord. I found the Lord. And I'm not going to let him go. What that's, I love that song. I love, I know the Bible is right. And somebody's wrong. Somebody wrong. But it's not the word of God. (laughs) Somebody wrong. But it's not the word. I say it's not the word. I don't care what come or go. So you got to come to a place of acceptance. Uh Uh-huh. All right, Lord. I might not have this, this, and this, and this right now, but I'm not going to stop giving you glory. I'm not going to stop praising you. I'm not going to stop living for you. I'm not going to stop coming to the house of the Lord to get the word of God. I'm not going to stop reading my Bible at home. I'm not going to stop praying behind closed doors. See, that's when you really show him you love him. When you're still praying behind closed doors in spite of. When you're still worshiping him behind closed doors in spite of. I got so excited this morning when Brother Davis got up 
because men need to understand you were created. Men, you were created in the image of God. You ought to be giving him glory. This is not a woman's thing. This is not a woman's thing to open your mouth and give God glory. It's not just for the women. King David knew how to worship God. King David knew how to praise God, and he wasn't ashamed. Even when they were talking about him, he wasn't ashamed. Because like Brother David said this morning, he knew, King David knew what God had did for him. You better know what he's done for you. You better know what he's doing for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. No, I'm not letting go. I'm not letting go. I'm not saying I'm not letting go. I don't care what the world do. I don't care what the world say. If you can't see all the crazy in the world, if you can't see all that's going on, you better stay under the blood of Jesus. You better stay with the word of Jesus Christ. I'm staying. I say I'm staying. Thank you, Jesus. I'm staying. I'm staying. I don't care who don't like it, who like it, who, who don't care, who care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm staying with Jesus Christ. Because I'm going to say it again. He's the best thing that ever happened to me. Best thing. And I'm going to stay with him. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to go to Isaiah 53. Thank you, Jesus. You say, Bishop, is it easy? No. You say, are you, are you smiling every day? No. But I'm going to still give God the glory. Amen. I'm going to still serve him. Amen. Go to Isaiah 53. Amen. Verse 3, please. We're talking about the blessing, part 3. And we know what the real blessing is. The real blessing is God raised up his son and sent him to bless us and turned every one of us from our iniquities. Because our iniquities and sins was our greatest enemy. It was going to keep us from the kingdom blessings. But thank God we saved. I said, thank God you saved. Thank God we saved. Isaiah 53 and 3. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. I want you to say this with me. Say, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ has, borne has borne my griefs, my griefs sorrows, sorrow, sickness, sickness, disease, disease lack, uh-huh. All right. All right. Fifth verse says, he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. 
The chastisement of our peace was upon him, was upon him, was upon him. I, I want you to get this in your mind. When Jesus was dying on that cross, he was bearing, he was bearing away from us, away from you, away from you. Sickness, disease, grief, sorrows, lack, lack of any kind, lack of joy, lack of peace. He bore it on the cross. Somebody say he took it away. I want you to look at verse 12 of Isaiah 53. It says, therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he should divide the spoil with the strong, because he had poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many. He bare the sin of many, and he made intercession for the transgressors. He stood in the gap for us. Are you hearing me? He, he stood in the gap for us. The Bible says he bore, he bared it. He took it upon himself. Can, can you just see that? So when you watch the passion from now on, understand Jesus was bearing your sickness, our disease, our lack, our sorrow, our griefs. Come on here. Lack of any kind. So if he bared it, if he bore it, if he bore, bared it away, why do we carry it? You don't have to. You don't have to. You're not in this alone. We're not in this alone. But we got to come to Jesus. Mm. Too many people, you, you self-made. I don't know where you got that from, from the world. Too many people. Too many people, you are ashamed to admit, Jesus, I need you. Too many people are ashamed to say, Lord, I'm weak. I need you. You be my strength. Huh? The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous runneth into it, and they are safe. But we got too many people that are strong in themselves. You're so strong till you don't need Jesus. Oh, okay, okay, okay. First Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2, thank you, Father. Thank you for your word. Would you please look at verse 24? It says, who his own self bear. Do you see the word? He bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Isaiah says you are healed. First Peter says you were healed. Say, I am, I am. and I was. And I was. Say, I'm healed. I'm healed. We are and we were healed. Say that. Say, we are, we are. And, we and we were healed. You don't have to do this alone. You don't have to go through anything alone. You don't have to carry this alone, whatever it is. What the song says, what a friend we have in Jesus. But then it also says, what needless pains we bear. You got a savior. Shaddai, he, and he wants you to come to him. 
Now I'm understanding. In my prayer time, the Lord, he will say it over and over and over again. He says, go back and tell them I am their God. Amen. Tell them, look to me. Yes. Tell them I am God. They are, and he, he would say it. They are not God, Anna. I said, huh? You are not God. God is God. Amen. He needs you to look to him. Yes. Yes. But when you can lay up in the bed on Sunday morning, you can miss church for six months at a time. Come on, preach it. Oh, yeah, I'm coming where you are. Preach it. Somewhere you saying, I got this. Somewhere you thinking you can handle this all by yourself. Or somewhere I hear the Holy Ghost saying, you think you got enough God from Easter of last year to help you bear. Yeah, you got enough God in 2019 to bear what you're bearing in 2022. Make you want to wash your hand, Brother Davis and Sister Davis. Make me want to wash my hand. But when I come in the house of God and see things like this, it encourages me. It gives me hope. Keep preaching, Anna. Keep preaching. Somebody listening. Somebody want it. Somebody appreciate that when instead of you eating ice cream and cake on the weekend, you fasting and praying. Somebody... Somebody appreciate that you're not handed out stale manna. Somebody appreciate you're getting a fresh word from the Lord. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord, Isaiah said, you were, yeah, Lord, first Peter said you were, Isaiah said you, you are, so we healed, we are and we were healed, so Jesus Christ took upon himself, listen at this, he took upon himself and he took away from us the punishment of sin. Say that with me. Say, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ took upon himself, took upon himself and, took and took away from me the punishment, the punishment of, sin. of sin. Say, the punishment for sin, punishment sin. was sorrow, was grief, grief, lack, lack of any kind. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 no joy, no peace, no money, no hope. She can't talk about her. Yeah, that bullshit came. But he took it away. Now, I'm going to show you in the word because I, I like for God to give me scripture. And I want you to see what it looks like, how he took it away. Go to Leviticus. I thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for your word, Jesus. Thank you. Needless pain we bearing. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. Uh-huh. Isn't that what it say? Amen. Uh-huh. Okay. I thought so. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Leviticus 16. Now, I need you to bear with me because I'm going to start reading at the 15th verse, but this is needful. Somebody say, this is needful. This is needful. Say, sit up. sit up. Open your Bible. Find it on your phone. Find it on the iPad. But find the word. <clears throat> but find the word. <clears throat> Leviticus 16, chapter, verses 15. It says, then shall he kill the goat of the sin offering that is for the people and bring his blood within the veil. And do with that blood as he did with the blood of the burlock and sprinkle it upon the mercy seat and before the mercy seat. And he shall make an atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanliness of the children of Israel and because of their transgressions in all their sins. And so shall he do for the tabernacle of the congregation that remaineth among them in the midst of their uncleanliness. That's why we're able to come into the house of the Lord this morning. Even if we've done something during the week, somebody say, it's the blood of Jesus. Thank God for the blood. 17 verse. And there shall be no man in the tabernacle of the congregation when he goeth in to make an atonement in the holy place until he come out and have made an atonement for himself and for his household and for all the congregation of Israel. And he shall go out into the altar that is before the Lord and make an atonement for it and shall take of the blood of the burlock and of the blood of the goat and put it upon the horns of the altar round about. Somebody say a bloody service. Blood at the altar. I'm, talk, I'm talking blood at the altar, blood on the seats, blood at the organ, blood at the soundboard, blood on us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Blood on the word. I'm talking the blood of Jesus. I'm talking the blood. I'm talking the blood. The blood of Jesus. Blood when we come in. Blood when we go out. Come on here. The blood. She cut out my heart. What can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make us whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing but the blood. Don't forget it. Embrace it. Don't let it go. Don't take it off. Hold on to the blood of Jesus. It's everything. That's why we're going to keep lifting up his name in here. We're going to keep lifting up the blood of Jesus in here. Because as you can see, they had to put the blood at the altar. They had to put the blood on the horns of the altar. They had to put the blood on the holy things. They had to put the blood on the chairs. For what? Uncleanliness. You got a lot of churches now. They done got too big for the blood. Because they think they know more than God. Y'all ain't heard nothing. That it got too big for the blood. But I know a secret about the blood. And we're not letting it go. 
Because where there is no blood, there are no real miracles. Amen. I know where it's at in the word. Because God showed it to me. He told me always, Anna, apply the blood. The blood. The blood. And I'm passing it down to you. I'm passing it down to you. And you, and you, and you, and you, and you, and you. So what, it won't be today or tomorrow, but one day when I'm sleeping with Jesus, you'll remember, Bishop said, it's the blood. It's the blood of Jesus. 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 I ain't stunning the naysayers. I ain't stunning those that kick against it. It's hard to kick against the prick. Thank you for the blood. That's why we have miracles over here for real. That's why you see the atmosphere change over here. I'm talking about in your life. That's why the enemy can't take you out. It's the blood that's being recognized. The blood of Jesus. And since I don't think I'm smarter than God, and since I don't think the ministry is smarter than God, we keep in the blood of Jesus. (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Not coming down. I'm not coming down. I say I won't come down. Verse 19, and he shall sprinkle of the blood upon with his fingers seven times and cleanse it and hollow it from the uncleanliness of the children of Israel. Seven is the number of completion. If you read in Revelation, it speaks of the sevenfold spirit of God. It does not mean that God has seven spirits. It means God is a complete God. There is nothing he is without. He is the I am. The Lord, Yahweh, uh-huh. Elohim, uh-huh. verse 20. And when he had made an end of reconciling the holy place and the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar, he shall bring the live goat. Okay, that was a dead goat. Now watch this. He's going to bring a live goat in there. And Aaron shall lay both his hands upon the head of the live goat. 
and confess over him all the iniquities of the children of Israel and all their transgression and all their sins, putting them upon the head of the goat and shall send him away by the hand of a fit man into the wilderness. And the goat shall bear, remember that? And the goat shall bear, Isaiah 53, Isaiah 53, he shall bear upon him all their iniquities unto a land not inhabited, and he shall let go the goat in the wilderness. Is that in your Bible? Amen. Church, here is your picture of Jesus. Here is your picture. God laid upon Jesus all of our sins, all of our iniquities. That's what he did. That's what he did. And then, watch this. Watch this. It lines up so perfectly. And then Jesus died for our sins. What happened? And the sun stopped shining for a moment. Huh? And when Jesus was through dying for our sins, what did he say? The Bible says, then he said, I thirst. Then he hung his head and he said, it is finished. Yes. 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 So why are you trying to carry it? It's finished. It's over. He's already buried it. He's already took it upon himself yes. and brought it away from you. Tell that devil to loose you in Jesus' name. Let you go. Let your mind go. You can't have my peace. You can't have my joy. You can't have my strength. You can't have my healing. You can't have my blessing, devil. I'm not up under the curse. Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, thank you. Somebody say, I'm free. Say it's finished, it's finished. And, I'm and I'm free. The devil, the devil has no rights has no right to my life, to my life. Now, now or hereafter. Or hereafter. Amen. 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 He said, I'm sitting high. He's over high. He's sitting high. And he's looking low. Thank you, Jesus. And notice where he let all that iniquity go and sin in the wilderness. In the wilderness. In the wilderness. Oh, I hear the Holy Ghost saying, You ought not to have no dry areas in your life. There are not to be no dry areas in your life. Now, sometimes God will put us in the wilderness. But what is that wilderness? Is that poverty, lack, sin? I'm going somewhere. Sickness and disease? No. 
it's a separation to bring us in closer to the Lord. Oh, I'm going through. I don't have enough money. I'm in the land of not enough when I want to be in the land of more than enough. Oh, the Lord trying to teach me something. That's why he let my lights get cut off. That's why he, they pulled, they took away everything that I own. That's why I lost this and I lost that. The dog, God don't have to teach you nothing through loss. He teaches you through the word of God. Get up off your do nothing and come to church and bring your Bible and your iPad and your phone and get ready to hear the word of God. He teaches us through the word. Not by putting sickness on you. Not by putting lack on you. That's not going to teach you anything. <laughs> okay, I heard you. I heard you. Well, what about Job? Job opened that door. Job said, the, the thing that I fear the most has come upon me. And so God said, hmm, Job, you got fear? Hmm. Okay. God says, I'm not a God that puts fear upon you. I'm not a God that puts lack upon you. But I'm going to make a part of something. Yeah, we, we, we can kind of do something with this. <laughs> Job opened the door. And when he opened the door, the enemy was able to come in. But God got something out of it. Yeah, he got something out of it. But the thing is, don't give him a foothold. Don't open the door. And of course, yes, when it was all over, God blessed Job three times over. This is all true. But don't give him a foothold. Don't go around speaking things, uh-oh, on yourself. Don't go around speaking things on yourself. Yes. Poor woe is me. I'm dumb. I'm stupid. I don't have enough. I'll never have enough. I was born on the wrong side of the track. Yeah, yeah. I'm a nobody. Everybody else seems to run ahead of me. Okay, well, you're saying the wrong thing. You're declaring the wrong thing. We must stick with the word of God. God. Amen. The word says we're blessed and not cursed. We're healed and not sick. We're strong and not weak. Come on. We're successful and not downtrodden. Come on him. We're strong and not weak. We're blessed and not cursed. We're healed and not sick. We're the head and not the tail. We're above and not beneath. That's why we give the declarations. What did I tell you? 
God has already shown for next year. And he's already sent a word for next year. Wherever the, world is going, wherever the world is going to be for that year, God sends a word to put us here. And for the whole year, no matter what we do, that's why we use that word. The, the Lord, he gave the word August 31st, 2022 on a Wednesday afternoon. The Lord gave me a vision that next year is going to be a good year, but there will be disturbances in the world, great disturbances. Because God's church is advancing, so that's me. The enemy is going to try and stop the body of Christ by getting their eyes on what will be going on in the world. But the Lord said, don't be moved by what you see, <clears throat> by what you see or hear in the world next year. But keep on your weapon. Keep on your weapon, your garment of salvation and your robe of righteousness. That's what he told us. That's what he told us. That's what he told us. And then he said, just, just a little sneak peek, that's all. 2023, the year of living in the completed work of Jesus Christ. His redemption and salvation completed. The powers of darkness and the devil defeated. The Lord Jesus Christ's power to supply all my needs established. In 2023, it's completed, defeated, and established. And that's where we're going to live. I said, that's where we're going to live. I don't care what goes on next year, what's coming next year, what the devil does in the world next year, we're going to keep our eyes on what? The word of the Lord. And instead of living here, we're going to live Now, you can choose to do whatever you want to do. I'm sticking with the word. Amen. I got to. I got to. I don't have a choice. 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 Maybe you got enough room to gauge and play, and I don't. I say I don't. I don't have it. I can't afford it. I can't afford to give the devil a, 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 a open door, a crack. I can't afford it. I can't afford it. I can't. I can't afford it. These people don't care anything about you or me. They care about themselves. But thank you, Jesus, you care for your people. Yes, I thank you, Jesus, that the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. And he'll turn it whithersoever it needs to go. In my favor. In my favor. No, it's not all. 
about the money, the houses, and the cars, and the land, but I thank God for it. Yeah. But it's also about joy, peace, righteousness. Yeah. I can lay down at night and go to bed. Yeah. In spite of. In spite of. Yes, Lord. I got a hope and a future through the word of God. Oh, I'm sticking with Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lord. I'm sticking with Jesus. I'm sticking with Jesus. I want you to look at verse 26 of Leviticus 16. Listen at this. And he that let go the goat for the scapegoat shall wash his clothes and bathe his flesh in water and afterwards come into the camp. Can I say something? Amen. Somebody say scapegoat. So that's what Jesus became. The word scapegoat means a sin barrier. A sin bearer. It's one who bears all sin and iniquity. Jesus Christ became our sin bearer, our scapegoat. Our scapegoat. Our scapegoat. You remember Revelation 12 and 11? And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto the death. Stop paying so much attention to your life and pay attention to Jesus' blood. Because that's how you're going to overcome. That's how we have overcome year after year after year after year after year. That's how we overcame. That's how we've had good success. By the word of God and the blood of Jesus Christ for all our sins and iniquities. Say, Jesus is my scapegoat. Jesus is my scapegoat. Oh, Jesus, thank you. Put your hand on your heart. Say, I'm not in this alone. I'm not in this alone. Say, I have help. I have help. Say, I have an unseen guest, have an unseen guest. In, the midst in the midst that walks with me. Talks with me, leads me, guides me. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Oh, yes. You're not in this alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. Jesus loves you. You're not alone. He cares for you. You're not alone. Stop it. Tell that devil to get out your ear. Amen. Jesus hasn't left you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. You have to utterly walk away from him. But he doesn't leave you nor forsake you. You're not alone. I don't care what come. I don't care what go. You're not alone. Amen. Jesus is with you. I don't care who came in your life, who left out your life. I don't care what you lost. Jesus is with you. Amen. You're not alone. And he said, I'll never leave you. Nor forsake you. I don't care who don't go with you. I don't care who can't go with you. Jesus with you. Amen. 
Shai. I say he with you. He with you in the good. He with you in the bad. He with you in the storm. He's with you when there is no storm. Jesus with you. Mm. You ought to let that bring you comfort. I said that ought to bring you comfort. And I'm okay. Go to John chapter 1, please. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. John 1.29 says it like this. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him. And John said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. Is that word in your Bible? Amen. Somebody say he took it away. Say it's gone. it's gone and it's never to come back and, it's never to come back. and I'm not to bring it back and I'm not to bring, it, not to bring it up because Jesus doesn't remember it. Jesus. Say it's under the blood. The, blood. the only thing I need to take before God uh-huh, is today, is today. And, what I got going on today. and what I got going on today. So leave the past, leave the past. In, the past. in the past. So don't bring it up no more. Because he don't see it. He don't hear it. You're wasting time. You really are. You're wasting time. When you, when you can be thanking him for how good he is to you right now. Remember the blood is an eternal covenant. It's for yesterday, today, and tomorrow. In the early days that used to give me trouble. How in the world could Jesus forgive me for sins of the future? Because the blood is eternal. Amen. The blood is eternal. <laughs> it, it, it remains. So every time God looks, he don't see you or me. He see the blood. So when I come before him, I bring the blood. No, baby, I'm sorry. It's over. Nope. Nope, nope. We, we got to wash it out. We got to let it go so we can go forward. The Bible said, now, if I make a mistake today, I can still go to Jesus and, and, and declare, okay, I messed up, I sinned, and ask him to forgive me. And the Bible says he's faithful and just to forgive us. That's the word. You're not going to get me off the word. You're not going to get me off the word. Go to Psalm 79. Psalm 79. Since we made it, we're going to have church. Psalm 79. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The reason, before I read Psalm 79, the reason why I love Psalms 25 is because when um, it was being read this morning, Psalms 25, verses 6 and 7, just listen to this. It says, remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness, for they have been ever of old. Okay? Me, it didn't just start yesterday. Amen? Amen? But I love this part here in verse 7. Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my, listen at this, nor my transgression, according to thy mercies, remember thou me for thy goodness sake, O Lord. So what he said, King David is saying, don't remember what I did in the past. Lord have mercy. And when he read it, I jumped up in my spirit. He said, don't remember what I did in the past. Don't remember how wicked I was then. Bring me up to now. And where, where is the blood at? Right now. He's a right now God. And the blood is right now. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Bring me to right now. And then don't remember me, Lord, with your mind back when we were wicked. But remember me with the mindset you got now under mercy and your loving kindness. Oh, Lord, how many times have I prayed that in my secret time? Woo, it excited me this morning. It excited me. Listen, look, look, look. Psalm 79 says, thank you, Jesus. And we're going <laughs> to, oh, Lord, Psalm 79, verse 8. Wow. It says, oh, remember not against us former iniquities. Isn't that beautiful? Let thy tender mercies speedily prevent us, for we are brought very low. Help us, O God, of our salvation for the glory of thy name, and deliver us and purge away our sins for thy name's sake. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. Listen at this. The writer says that in an instant, the people believed sin to be the cause of all their calamities. And the psalmist recognized the nation's sin is the root cause of disaster. Do you hear me? So that's why the word bear away. He bore. Purge away. Why? Get it away from me because it's the root of bitterness and disaster and calamities, and I don't want it. Amen. Come on, church, you don't want it. Amen. We don't want it. Amen. But when I think about that, and I look in the world, and I see everything that's going on in the world, uh-huh, sin, amen, is the root cause of all calamities and all disasters. Too much sin too much sin and that's why we're going to stay tucked away Amen. Yes. Yes. Do you, do, can you see it now yes. 
Can you see it now? Can you see it now? That's why we ought to be magnifying him, glorifying him, clapping our hands, saying hallelujah. When you, when, you, when you look in the world, you got to believe sin is the cause of all the calamities. And, 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 and sin is the root cause, the root cause of disaster. So the body must stay tucked away in the garment of salvation and the robe of righteousness. We must be ever in the word of God ever under his word, whether you're in the house of God or at home, when you come to the house of the Lord, come ready to hear. Be more ready to hear than they talk all the time. Amen. I don't want to hear what you got to say. Give me the word. I need the word. This is the empowerment to prosper. Now, I'm going to give you this last scripture, but I want to ask you a question. You know how blessed Abraham was, right? Amen. You, I mean, the Bible says Abraham was very rich in silver and gold and cattle. Isn't that what it says? I believe that's what it says, right? But I found something by the Holy Spirit, and I've been holding on to it until the Lord said, you can release it. Is that all right? Amen. And I want to share something with you. I don't want you to ever think, and God doesn't want you to ever think, that money, houses, and land is the greater blessing. And that's what we've been preaching. Amen? We've been preaching the greater blessing because the greater blessing provides these things. Oh, my God. And when God allowed me to see this, I leaped up. I said, oh, my God, I'm, I'm on the right track. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm on the right track. He said, you're on the right track, Anna. I want them to embrace me. I want them to embrace their salvation. I want them to walk out with them knowing that they got on that garment of salvation and that robe of righteousness, and it's more than a million, billion, trillion dollars. Because if you got that, if you got the real blessing, the real empowerment that causes you to be blessed and prosper, you got it. I said, you got it. You got the number one blessing that's going to bring all the other blessings. The greatest blessing. The great, somebody say, the greater blessing, the greater blessing. brings me, brings me. Into, into spiritual blessings spiritual. and natural blessings natural. from the Lord. You want it all, get the first blessing. Amen. I said, you want it all. Do you want it all? Amen. Go to Genesis 49. Genesis 49. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody said, can't nobody do this nobody do but, the but the Lord. Said, can't nobody have done this nobody 
but the Lord. Genesis 49. And when you get it, church, say amen. Amen. And I want you to look at Genesis first. I want you to look at Genesis 49 and 1. And this is where Jacob, you know who Jacob is. Jacob is the son of Isaac, who was the son of Abraham. I want to I give you the picture. Jacob is the grandson of Abraham. And you know Abraham passed down his testimony to Isaac. Isaac passed down the testimony to Esau and Jacob. Remember? So here's Jacob. He's calling his sons to bless them. And Jacob called unto, unto his sons and said, Gather yourselves together that I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last days. Gather yourselves together and hear ye sons of Jacob and hearken unto Israel your father. Now that's as far as I want to go with that. I want to go all the way down to his son Joseph. Is that all right? Because what, he, what is he doing? You can go back and read it in your leisure time. But I want to get to Joseph. But anyway, this is Jacob, the son of Isaac, the grandson of Abraham, blessing his children before he goes to be with the Lord. Amen? So in Genesis 49, 25, it reads like this. It says, even by the God of thy father, who shall help thee, he's talking to Joseph, and by the Almighty who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lieth under, blessings of the breast and of the womb. He says, the blessings of thy father, Isaac, have prevailed above the blessings of my prognitiators. Unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills, they shall be on the head of who? Of who? He says they're going to be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. Can I read something to you? This is Jacob, the son of Isaac, the grandson of Abraham, blessing Joseph, who would have been the great-great-grandchild of Abraham. And Jacob says, by the God of your father, who will help you, and by the Almighty who will bless you with blessings of the heavens above, blessings lying in the deep beneath, blessings of the breast and of the womb. He was talking about him having children. He said, he tells Joseph, look, look, look what he tells Joseph. Listen to this. He says, the blessings of your father on you, on you, Joseph, on you, Joseph, are greater than the blessings of my forefathers, Abraham. I said, huh? I said, God, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You got to be kidding me. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. There is a blessing that's greater than silver, gold, cattle, cars, houses, and land. (laughs) He says, the blessings of your father on you, Joseph, are going to be greater than the blessings of your forefather, Abraham and Isaac on me. 
and are as lasting as the bounties of the eternal hills. They shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him who was a consecrated one and the one separated from his brethren and the one who is prince among them. Mm. You know what he was telling Joseph? Mm. The greatest blessing that's going to be on your life is the coming of Jesus Christ. I said, oh, my God, there it is. There it is. That's what you've been telling me. That's what you've been telling me to tell the people. That's what you've been telling me. That's what you've been saying to tell the people. There is a greater. Somebody said, there is a greater blessing. That will provide you with blessings. And say, that blessing was spoken over the head of Joseph by Jacob. And you would think what the Bible says, the Bible says it. It's written out. Abraham was the richest man. He had cattle, silver, gold, sheep, oxen, maid servants, male servants. He had everything. But Jacob said, nope, 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 nope. That's not the greater blessing, Joseph. I need to put something else on your head. We need to teach our children the number one blessing is that God sent his son to turn every one of us away from our iniquities. That is the number one blessing. And if we don't believe it, we ought to believe Jacob. Amen. Somebody say it's in the word. Say it's in the word. And it'll preach because it's in the word. He blessed Joseph, but he gave him a double blessing. He gave him the double portion blessing. Remember, he said blessings in the heavens above, blessings under the heavens beneath, blessings of the womb. Come on here. Hey, 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 hey. And the one who was separated, he says, I'm going to bless you with the one who was separated from his brethren. Who was separated from his brethren? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. It blessed. I got up and did a dance myself. I said, God, if they ever disputed me, if they didn't believe it, here it is. I ran around. I've been holding it for, I've been saying, Lord, when can I say it? When can? It took everything in me to hold it back until today. Today, 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 today. Somebody say, I want the double blessing, I want the double blessing that, Joseph got. that Joseph got. The blessing, the blessing that's, greater that's greater than the blessings, than the blessings of, Abraham of Abraham and Isaac. They say Abraham was so blessed he was known around the country for his blessings. People are still talking about his blessings today. But you don't hear nobody telling you about Joseph. You don't hear nobody telling you that Jacob came and said, wait a minute, there's a greater blessing than even what your grandpappy had. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
this is what God is saying. I'm telling you in my prayer time behind closed doors, it keeps coming out. He says, you go back down there and you tell them I'm God. They're not God. They must come to me. They have to come to me. And I'm like, okay, God. Okay, Lord. I'm God, Anna. I tell them I'm God. They got to come to me. They got to come to me. Tell them they're not God. I said, okay, okay. 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 You got to come to him. You got to come to him. You can't, you can't do this by yourself. You can't do this by yourself. You can't walk this by yourself. We're going to need him. Amen. And see, you can sit there and look at me. Oh, next year won't be so bad. That's you. See, I, I've, been, I've been dealing in dreams and prophetic for a long time. So I'm just a believer. When God tells me something, it's like, yes, sir. There are no drawbacks. Because I know that I know that I know that I know. God know what he's talking about. There's a greater blessing. There's a greater blessing. Then Abraham, when I read it, I said, wait a minute, this has got to be talked. I said, Lord, this talking about Jesus. And he said, yes. He said, let me take you through all the, the breakdowns. I said, oh, my Lord. Jesus. 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 I'm so glad I got him. I'm talking about for real. I'm so glad I got him. I'm talking about for real. I'm so glad I got him. I'm so glad. And you know what? I'm so glad I'm satisfied with him. Amen. See, before I could enjoy blessings, I learned how to enjoy Jesus. Amen. And you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad the Lord didn't just pour all blessings on me and not Jesus first. I can appreciate my blessings because of Jesus. There's a greater. There's a greater. There's a greater. And Jacob spoke it. This wasn't no fly-by-night person. This was somebody, and, and who, do, who does the Bible always say? And our forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This wasn't a fly-by-night. This was, this was somebody cut off the stock, off the, a chip off the rock, speaking up and telling Joseph, telling the baby boy, hey, hold up, I'm going to put something in your life. Your Abraham didn't put in there. I'm going to put something in your life your grandpappy didn't put in there. Ah, chata, yobo chata. And yet we stay at home on Sunday. We won't bring our children. We in the bed. What you think they're going to do when they get older? Same old thing. Because we treat Sunday morning like it's some kind of throwaway day. It's not. 